everyone and welcome back to the Future is Female podcast for the second episode with me, your host, Rebecca Hocking. Within this podcast, I'll be joined by a variety of inspirational females from across the UK who will be telling me their stories about who they are and what they have achieved in their lives. I'm sure the stories you will hear will inspire you and it will hopefully help you to learn something new. And hopefully you'll be interested in some of the different things that are going on across our country. Today, I am joined by Joanna Gorniak, who set up and runs a hip-hop and dance group in the city of Plymouth to transform lives of different individuals. She's a mother of six and she works alongside her husband, Toby G, who I'm sure you'll be hearing a lot more of in this podcast. Hello, Joe, and thank you very much for joining me on the second episode of the Future is Female podcast. So firstly, could you discuss your journey with Street Factory and how it all started? Yes, it started 15 years ago, and I actually went on a trip to New York City, and I visited the City Kids, and I worked over there for a month, and they use hip-hop to transform lives of the projects over there. And I came back and I said to Toby G, maybe we need to do it in our city. And there's so many deprived areas in the city, we don't call it the projects, but there's kids who are just wandering around and need something positive to do. So we rented our church hall, and within three weeks we had over 100 children there with their families, and we were like, wow, there is a need. And it's just grown from there. So literally, as they need things, so we all did a work course, we've all got training in autism, ADHD, challenging behaviours, and every time we felt there was a need within our community and we needed to learn a new skill, we would just go and learn the new skills, and it's just grown and grown from that point. And the coverage that you've been receiving lately has been phenomenal, both local and nationally on TV and social media. How good is this for you? And you're like famous here. It's just amazing because imagine running something for 15 years and it feels like all those lovely, beautiful stories that we can tell now, people are ready to hear them. Um, we've just been there for so long now and we're so embedded within our community. It's just been fantastic. Um, we're up for like national hero awards for the COVID time um, and just big community business awards and our local press and our local sort of BBC and ITV really understand what we do now and they really support us, which is just fantastic for us. And working within the community, you're transforming lives to help children and adults and young people exceed their potential and fall in love with their purpose. How important is this for you and also for Toby G? Oh, it's literally the core of what we do. So we literally believe that every person, no matter what age or background that walks through our door has amazing potential. And it's our job, we feel, to unlock that. So we say we discover your individual genius with you. And it's really important that everyone that walks through that door just begins to live their best life. And we do it through hip hop. So we do it through DJing, rapping, dance, and knowledge of yourself. And it's just really important to discover who you are, know your roots, love yourself, and then just begin living your best life. And we've got to talk about the TED Talks then. And one of them that you went on is about hope for young people. How good is that? And again, moving back to like the local and national coverage on TV and social media, this is wonderful for you all. Our TED Talks, wow, that was an amazing experience. So I was approached to see if me and Toby would do a TED Talks and we were like, wow, that is amazing. And we said, could we actually perform at the end? And they said, that's quite unusual to have sort of a creative element at the end, but they allowed us to do it, which was fantastic. So we got some of our older dancers who's been with us like 10, 11 years to dance alongside a poem that I wrote. 
And the poem was really important to me and it's called See Me. And what I, a lot of young people have said to us and young adults over the years, if you ever get in front of a massive audience, tell people how I'm feeling and what I need from them. So um, the poem is just basically quotes from all the young people and young adults that we've worked with over the last 15 years. And I made it into a poem and it's all their words. And it's just, whenever I read it, I just feel really emotional reading it because I feel like I'm giving them a voice and I'm amplifying what they need to say to the world. And have you got that poem? Can you remember a few lines from the poem that you could read to me now? Yes, yeah, I've got the poem here. Um, I've got it here because I thought um, you might ask me to say a couple of lines. Um, I could just say the first bit or what would you, yes? That yeah, it'd be great to hear that, yeah. Okay, so see me. Don't judge me by my family, the color of my skin, the estate that I live in, the 28 foster homes and the baggy jeans, see me. If you looked upon me with no judgment, you would actually feel my pain. You would understand my journey and you would connect. I mean a real connection, soul to soul, one. As this is my story. The screaming begins, they raise the roof. But I love you both dearly, I wish you could see the truth. The truth of my pain, eternal scars that I bear. You then say you love me, but you see my heart tear. I'm now another statistic, a child with a messed up head. I wish you'd both see this when you put me to bed. Walk in their shoes, they say. And then it goes on from that moment about them just saying that they're drowning in labels. And I remember one young person said to me, I was born with the pen, but I haven't got the paper. And I remember thinking, wow, it is, yeah. And it's, it's just, so we literally just filled with quotes and amplifying their voices to the world. Because a lot of these young people say, I've never been complimented. I feel through my vocabulary that, no one understands me. I'm judged by the way I speak, by the way I look, by my family. I'm defined by that. And it's our purpose at Street Factory to say, you, you create your own story, write it. You're in charge. Every day is a new day. You're the lead in your play. What do you want to be? What characters do you like? And if you don't like characters, you can write them out of your play. And it's once they've realised they're in charge and they're in control of their life, that's when the magic happens. Wow, that poem really is emotional and you can see how much effort and time you've put in that and it just shows how much it really does mean to you, which is obvious from even just speaking to you. So also, how difficult or easy is it to balance the dance side and the emotional side of helping and supporting the young people and young adults? It's really important for you to be there for them, is that right? It's really important for me to um, really connect with these young people and these adults or even children or any age that walks through the door. To me, that human connection, a lot of people say Street Factory is like a family to them and that creating that family environment. And what, what they mean by a family is it's not a project. So they can come in on a bad day and just sit and have a cup of tea if they want. They don't have to come in and do any workshops. You know, when you're in a bad mood, you just sit at your mum's and you're in a bad mood and she brings you around. It's that type of environment. And it's really important to create that safety, that trust, because when you understand people and you truly trust them and they trust you, that's when you can reach them and you can bring them out of their shell. So that emotional side and that really strong friendship and family environment is really important to Street Factory. I'm also a mother of six, so I know I'm really, really nurturing and I love people. I literally, any walk of life, I could talk to anyone. I feel comfortable talking to anyone. And that's, 
that really comes across when you walk in the door. I think Nian told me we love people and it's genuine and we talk about love. So we lead with kindness, but we will tell them that we love them. And a lot of them, they call it the L word. They've never said, oh, I love to anyone or heard the word. And that's really important. Then the artistic elements is just what we love. So I'm an actress. I love to dance. I love to sing. Same with Toby. You know, obviously he's a break, you know, loves break dancing and all those elements we use because we love them but they're just the tools that we use. So if you imagine me and Toby, we love hip hop. We're married, that's what we do, that's our thing. So yes, we use hip hop because we love it, but that's just the tool that we use to transform lives. That's just because that's what we love. So the balance is really important. But the main thing that people say is it's not a project. So they can come back in five years, 10 years, they can come back with their children, the doors are wide open. Um, and I think that's really, really important to them that we're here for the long, the long run really with them. By looking at all of your social media accounts and arranging our conversation to speak today, you always end the message with peace and love. Peace and love all the to- all the way. Why do you do this? Is this the key? How vital is that for you? It is. It's To me, like Toby, with all his work, he, he always says to them, like, peace within yourself. So start with yourself. You've got peace within yourself and you love yourself. It all starts from there. And then it goes outwards. And we call it the ripple effect. So it's teach to teach. That's one of our main values. So remember how you feel today and you feel sad and you feel alone in the world. But when you start to love yourself, what are you going to give back to your community? What you need now to reach out and reach another person and bring them into this new world that you found. And it's really, really important. It's the ripple effect. It's teach to teach. And we will say, now you value yourself. You need to go into your community and give back. You are now a positive role model. You're part of the Street Factory family. And it's really, really important to share that message. And again, that's why we always say peace and love after everything. And we love it when people who would not normally say that, you know, on our social media or on an email, they go, peace and love, Joe, or to, or to Toby. And you're like, oh, I love it. I just, I, I just love it. When they catch on to that and they understand the essence of what we do and obviously with the situation that is still ongoing with the coronavirus pandemic which obviously has affected you massively as well as affecting many other people across the whole world what have you done as a person and as street factory to adapt to the new way of life well it's been crazy because me and toby were literally like we need to get online we've never been digital as such so it was weird for Toby at first because he was dancing, saying to me, I don't know if anyone's watching, so I'm jamming out and I'm giving it my all, not knowing if anyone's even interacting. It was a weird experience, especially with hip hop. You vibe off each other. So whoever's in the room, you just start getting hyper and hyper, but you're in the room on your own. It was a bit strange, but we just went for it. We took everything online. A lot of Toby's Create and Change programs, which was his transformational work, his mentoring, they were uncomfortable that being online, as you can imagine, it's their personal journeys. So Toby was like, right, then what we need to do is FaceTime, Zoom. We had to get on Zoom. We had to train them to be on Zoom. Then we realized a lot of our community were living in like a digital poverty. They maybe only had one phone with a massive family. So we thought, well, we need to tackle this soon, quick, because they were saying, I can't get onto your sessions. Um, so basically, I applied to Devon Community Foundation, and they gave us laptops and iPads. So Toby felt like a summer, like Father Christmas, going around giving out these laptops and iPads, but it was just an amazing experience. So we could get our community you know, on our sessions. So I think we've got a lot out of that. We've had a lot of people feedback saying, actually, I follow you a lot, Toby, but I felt like I couldn't get to Street Factory due to my disability or even living really far out. But they're now like they can sit in their chair and do the workshop. They're in their own front rooms. So we've decided, I think we will continue the digital element, but then a lot of our community are like, I need to see you. I want to hug you. I want to be in the same room. So 
I think is something that we will keep in the future, but really still stick with our community big sessions where we're face to face as well. And when you can return to normal then, what is the main thing that you're looking forward to being able to do with everyone at Street Factory? Oh my God, our big community sessions. We've all said we might have to have two hours before to all hug each other and two hours after. Because <laughs> we're all missing that human contact. It's just, yeah, we're just missing it so much. So we're going to have a massive party, maybe close off the road in the Street Factory Street and just get everyone together, just jamming live DJs. Yeah, just get everyone together having fun because we just, we've missed it so much. That sounds great. I'd love to come along. So you've already touched on being a mother of a six. I've got to ask, how do you do it? I'm sure that many other people are listening thinking the same thing. So how do you do it? I don't know. <laughs> I know that sounds funny. A lot of people say, but you just got to take it day to day. So a lot of times, like I'll be on Zoom with you. When I go home, I'll put in free lots of washing. Um, I try to cook at different times or I might cook in the morning and think, well, at least it's there for when everyone's hungry. Um, alongside that, and my background, so I'm an actress, I'm a dancer and I'm a singer. That's my traditional training, what I've got a degree in and my HND. And I've traveled into New York and LA. So I've had a lot of experience in that. Then when we started Street Factory, it all, I've had to just gain new skills that I just didn't know. So I'm, I now do all the accounts, like the bookkeeping, um, bid writing, PA, invoicing. Oh, it's just, I literally do all the background work. So I suppose I'm like the business manager, but I've had to learn the skills literally on the job. And if I don't know something, I will ask. And I think that's really important for women to realize that just pick up the phone. We've all been there. We all don't know everything. It's a big world out there. Just contact another woman and just reach out. I think that's really important. Definitely. So about your personality then, I saw a post on social media on LinkedIn where Toby G, your husband, called you a superhero. Well, I definitely think you are a superhero. Without his support and encouragement, where do you think you'd be today? Do you think you'd be the person that you are today? Main thing with me and Toby, everyone knows who meets us, is we're madly in love, but we're best friends. And I think that's really important. So if I'm having a really bad day or I'm tired, you can imagine all the work that we both do. He will then look, step up, look after me, go, you sit on the couch, give me a cup of tea and I can just sit there as long as I want and just chill. But I'm the same with him. So I think it's about valuing what you both do. So if you're out there with the community, but I'm at home doing the business stuff, we both value that work just as an equal. And yeah, I just think staying friends, um, loving the same things is really, really important. And we we don't, because we've got the same values, that's our foundations, which with Street Factory, we live by respect, peace, love, unity, and fun. And that's our core value. And because we share them, everything from both of us in our relationship comes from respect, from love, from peace. And I think having that as a foundation and knowing who you are as an individual is just really, really important in our like relationship. And like I said, we value each other and, yeah, we're best friends. You are both very lucky to have one another and have such a nice relationship. So maybe for the individuals that you work with at Street Factory, perhaps a few of them have never seen this relationship between two people before, such a loving and nurturing relationship. Do you think you're role models? Yes, I think we we are like positive role models, I suppose, like the mum and dad of Street Factory. But then what we do is we instill that in others. So then when you come into Street Factory, everyone's positive everyone and when you first walk into that positive environment what I love is say someone comes in they're shy and they're, you know their heads down and then a few weeks of street factory their heads up high they start to love themselves but then a new person walks through the door and it's not me and Toby that are welcoming them you see them walk over and welcome them in and that is like your heart just explodes you're just like actually seeing it in action 
seeing that love and seeing their confidence grow, that is the best moments at Street Factory when they welcome someone in, someone in, they can see that fear, they can feel it and they do something about it. It's really special moments. That's extremely special. So on social media, you have a very honest account. You're always posting stuff honestly and speaking openly about your experiences. How vital is this to share your experiences this way? That to me, I would say anyone who knows me, same we've told me that is so important to just be you. Like we say to the young people and to adults, anyone that walks through the door, there's no one like you in the world. So you can imagine, same with you, Rebecca, there's no one like you in the world. Your gene pool and your parents and the, you know everything that's brought you up to this point makes you so unique so I had a really strong role model which is my mother and she would always say remember your roots remember you're from Plymouth don't be ashamed of your accent remember you're from the southwest you know imagine especially in the acting world it was like you need to talk a certain way be a certain way and I think those strong roots knowing who I am so if I go on social media you meet me then if you see me in the street same person see me at a party same person and I think that's really important. I remember when Toby got his MBE and it was really important for us. We obviously were going to the palace, can you imagine? And it was like, we have to be us. We say this to the kids all the time, like, be you, be you. So Toby, I'm wearing my bandana and I'm wearing trainers. I'm like, no, you, that's a bit too much, you know? And he was like, no, I'm gonna wear the coolest suit and be really respectful, but I'm wearing Nike trainers. And I remember at the, the gate saying, if we don't get in now because of your trainers and we were literally in hysterics, but he got in, it's all good. And I think that's just really important. Be you, there's no one like you in the world. So remember you're special and you're different and be different. At Street Factory, we actually say fit out, not fit in. So if we all go to a really big occasion, we all call each other up and we all try to like look different. So if you were wearing like say the poshest dress, I would wear all denim. So we're all literally like, trying, oh, well, I'm wearing a hat. Well, I'm gonna dye my hair pink, you know, it's, and it's that when you walk in, you're like, wow, where, how is all these different unusual people from different backgrounds connected? And that's what we love about Street Factory. It is literally every walk of life and we're in the room and we just get on and there's no, there's no difference. We believe we're all one and we are. We're just a human race. It's really important to understand that. And yes, we have to mention the MBE. How incredible is that? What a proud moment for you as a wife, but for Toby as well. How amazing. It's crazy. I mean, imagine even for me and Toby experiencing something like this. It was, you know, Toby came here and he's been here around 20 years, but he came here as a refugee. He couldn't speak a word of English, um, faced so much hardship and prejudice in his life. I mean, if you heard his story and he really reached out and told people his real story, you'd be in tears. And I think for someone like that, and then the palace to recognize his work and say, Toby, I recognize you, I see you. It was like one of those moments, it's just amazing. And can you imagine, we, when we got the letter, we weren't even unsure what it was. We were like, oh, we had to like, oh, an MBE, you, 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 that thing of like, well, what is it? Cause you're not in that world. You're like, what, what do you mean? We're gonna go up to the palace and yeah. And we took my mum as well, which was really amazing. And, and then you're like, what do I wear? It was just, it was just funny. It was just, it was just, you know, one of those moments you'll never forget. Such an honour to go down to the palace. So you've also recently started a hashtag girly night group on social media. Could you tell me what that is and why you started that up? Well, it, basically women started to reach out with me saying, um, I don't know, I'm coping. I don't know how to juggle homeschooling. I'm not a teacher and I'm also a businesswoman or whatever their background was. There's, and I mean, a range of backgrounds of women were contacting me going, ah, what do I do? And I was like, well, instead of me talking separately to all of you, like, why don't we just start a group? And I thought, what do I call it? And I thought, well, actually, the women who are reaching out to me, we need women. Like men need their boys' nights. It's that type of thing. 
And then we just said, well, what says in Zoom stays in Zoom. So we just thought it was a funny sort of thing. And um, a woman this week, which I thought was quite funny, she went, oh, I love your group. Women need women and wine. And I thought, well, I never actually said that. So I thought that was quite a funny. Yeah, it's getting bigger and bigger. They're just adding to the group name. But um, yeah, it's brilliant. It's all ages and it's a real range of people. Like one young mother was there and she was feeding her baby all the way through the talk. And then, the, yeah, we just, it's random. We're just talking about, and some people are really big business people and they're talking about their business or their voluntary work. Sometimes we talk about rubbish. Like this week I was saying, can you imagine when we get out and we're like, are you a human? How are you? You know, do we hug? And we were just having random silly conversations. But honestly, when we come off, I'm literally like, hi. It's this real natural buzz of like, yeah, it's, it's really, we complement each other, we're building each other up, there's no negativity. And if someone's got a story that they need to reach out and it might even be emotional, we'll listen, we'll be there for one another, but the next minute we're really laughing out loud. So we're on this roller coaster of we're there for you, but then let's, let's move on, let's have fun, because that's what you need in those moments. And it's growing every week and, it's, and it feels like really strong friendships. We've got our own like messenger group now and during the week we're reaching out and putting funny things and yeah, it's really great. Yeah, and saying that you've probably never met any of these people and you might not ever in, in the future, but at least on social media, you've made a lot of friendships. Is that right? Yes. Oh, it's lovely. We were saying we're going to have to meet up, maybe all we'll go for a dance class or run and see or we are thinking of some random stuff. I love murder mystery nights and I've never done one. So I was like, so we all go on a murder mystery night and we're just planning ahead because with COVID, we're all, we all don't know when we're coming out of it. So it just feels really positive to even think about when we're all out and we're allowed to like be ourselves again. So from an angle of a woman, a mother, a wife, a friend, a businesswoman, and most recently a teacher doing your homeschooling, and these are all your own words, have you got any final advice that you'd like to give to women across the UK and in the Southwest in Plymouth? I think the main thing is the COVID advice would be if you're having a bad day and you can't cope with the homeschooling and everything that you're doing, just chill out, get your quilts out, get your snacks out with your kids and have a chill day. Because literally when I can feel my children's had enough, I lead with them because their mental health is so important in this and so is ours. So value your time, value theirs and just like pick up on feelings in the house. That's really, really important. Um, From the business side of things, I think it's really important that women recognize that there's room for all of us. So we should be complimenting each other, loving each other, building each other up and making space for each other in the world and sharing our knowledge. I think that's really, really important. What I have learned in the last 15 years, I share with people and now they could do what I do in say six months to a year. Well, imagine me learning on the job, all these different jobs. And I think that's really important. I'm happy for people to reach out to me. And I think that's the way forward. If you don't ask, you don't get. So pick up that phone and share your knowledge with each other. And what is really great is you're so happy to speak to anyone, which is which is really, really nice. It is. I could speak for England, to be honest. <laughs> so, yeah, I love to talk. Everyone who meets me is literally like one person actually said, I've never met anyone who can talk as they breathe in and breathe out at the same time. So I didn't know if that was a compliment or not, but I just laughed. <laughs> so, yeah, I love to talk. So, yeah, I think it's really, really important that we talk and we reach out and that we're honest with each other because we all t- pretend that we're always happy or that we all love ourselves. And we don't all feel like that all the time. And I think it's really important to show yourself on your good days and your bad days and let people know you're feeling and not be ashamed of that you know we are amazing women are amazing we can juggle loads of things but we still need to tell people how we're feeling and reach out to people speaking to you today has definitely brightened up my day and you are very very inspirational thank you thank you that's really kind thank you rebecca well thank you very much for joining me today and for coming on the second episode of the future is female podcast it would be really great to catch up in person 
and one day seeing as I've seen you around for so many years now so it'd be great to do that oh thank you come down to street factory as soon as we um, are open up come down and see us I hope you've all enjoyed listening to the second episode of the podcast please keep your eye out for more episodes and make sure you follow us on wherever you get your podcasts